This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info you thought that was funny you were laughing like a hyena when he said it what the hell is wrong with you i love it there you go silence the voice uh thank you very much once again as they close in on the halfway mark of being our our uh, opening act for a second time, and then start talking about that in a few months. Oh, no, we got to start listening to that stuff again? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's November. It's a ways off. It'll okay. be here before you know it. Whew. Time is flying by. It is. It is just flying. Uh, the gay wedding, a lot of emails coming in. You wear that Dua Lipa shirt now. You're going to fit right in. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, you have a shirt with the motorhead or something on it, and, and you're calling me gay for having uh, the world's hottest pop star on my T-shirt. Here's some... Queer music. You listen to that. You might as well. Like, really? Have you seen her? And now she's doing squats or something because she's like developing like real like her muscles in her legs. Like, so it's less. So let me get it straight. It's it's less gay to have four dudes on your shirt in a concert where no women are at all than it is to go to Dua Lipa. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, you go to a t- ten thousand men without a woman in sight to bang into each other while you wear shirts with dudes' faces on it, or I have Dua Lipa shirt, hot as sin, and go to a concert that's just loaded with women. And, I feel and better now gay. that I can yeah. wear my Taylor Swift You can if you – well, Taylor Swift's just lame. What? I mean, she's, just, <laughs> she's not that hot. She doesn't look – she puts cardigans on and like – you know Taylor Swift would be a very – mom jeans. I'll say this, and this, this can get us in trouble, but it, I have a feeling Taylor Swift – in fact, that's what I call an effortless blowjob. I got a Taylor Swift last night. I, I don't <laughs> – she gave me a Taylor Swift. It, it seemed like she was sort of, I mean, she looks good, but there's not a whole lot going on. It was real shallow. I got a Taylor Swift, but you 20 give me. 20 hits and it was done. Yeah, you give me a Dua Lipa. Well, she's just into herself. Like, I don't really want to please you, Taylor Swift. It, it's a mediocre, effortless BJ. Dua Lipa BJ, you're like, Jesus Christmas. This girl's going for, she wants to be the next Madonna. <laughs> Outstanding work. I got a Dua Lipa. Get yourself a Taylor Swift, and then you get the other ones where it's, you know, you know, Honey Boo Boo's mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know she's trying, but you don't want to look at it. Yeah, I, I think of Taylor Swift as cheese pizza. Sure, I'll eat it, but I'd much rather have some toppings. <laughs> it's she a little bland. Me. But still, 
I don't understand that whole thing. Like people think because I did the Dua Lipa. Oh, we did a full-on rock concert, Dua Lipa concert in my car yesterday. That's all Amy and I do. We go to the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, which, by the way, the cat that's up for grabs today, Maximus, is awesome. It's a cool cat. He's got, he's got this badass look on his face. He was in a house. He was a street cat, and then he was in a house, and the people like totally domesticated him. He is smooth. He's just got that look like, what, what do you got? What do you need? You need something from me? He's got that ear clip. When they used to take feral street cats and yeah. spam, then they just cut the top of their ear off back like, a few years. I know it's weird, but so he's got this flat ear. It actually works for him. It looks good. And he just sat on my lap yesterday like, we're good. He's the coolest cat. It's like four or five years old. It's just awesome. So if you're looking for a just a badass companion in your house. Pretty laid back. Tons. And then, Brady, it's kitten season. Oh, man. 109 kittens coming in to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Oh, jeez. 109. Because it's kitten season. They're all giving birth to them, so... They need people to help out. If you can help out, check it out, lostourhomepetrescue.org. But kitten season, and all the people who love kittens, go down there and love on some kittens. I love kittens. I can't do what the, I can't do what those people do, though. The bottle feed the baby cats. You ever seen that? They bottle feed them. They yeah. take them home. And I've seen it with the, uh, with the, the uh, panther kittens. Well, that's not the same. They're just They're kittens. Yeah, I know, but still, you don't take them home and like care for them you don't you don't either you put no effort forth in the charitable side you just watch there's a panther in my living room he's giving me i'm getting i'm getting a taylor swift from brady right now it's very minimal effort uh yeah so i don't so we did the dua lipa thing yesterday as we're driving over to the thing and we're singing dom's in the car he's singing he's filming all my rock concert it's happening twink yeah you twink you listen to this smoking hot girl and all her smoking hot dancers what you should be doing is going to halford shows man that's where real men hang out. <laughs> rock and roll, everyone. Rock and roll. The like it, John. Rock and roll. Remember when he came in here and he just he gave Brady that cock ring and everybody was it's awesome. It's a big rooster with a. It was fun. Anyway, uh, so you got that gay wedding, John. A couple of weeks ago, you did a "What Would Brady Do" about the gay father uh, having to go to a family dinner to meet his new Filipino boyfriend, his dad's new Filipino boyfriend. Remember, the son was disgusted. Maybe the dad listened, and the twink listened, and now they're getting revenge. I'm pretty sure you said the ages were about same. I think this one's 49 and 24. I don't They've think the dad was older than 10 years. One. Yeah, because uh, it had the classic line in it that said, great, I have to go to dinner and uh, meet the guy that's been beeholing my dad. <laughs> Ugh. They could have been dating for a whole decade, Brady. Nobody's going to say a word. Nobody wants to look at that stuff. And speaking of uh, homosexual stuff, how about Kid Rock's response to him? Didn't see it? Did you? You didn't? No. Okay. We it's need not more of this. Surprise no, it's it, we need, <laughs> so Kid Rock got in trouble the other day for yelling the homo f word on stage for people at, using at people, their phones. Yeah, people using their phones, and and he doesn't like that, so he goes and says uh, something about uh, blah 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 homo f word blah, blah blah, and it was just Kid Rock. So people are like, you heard the homo f word at a Kid Rock show? Somebody was filming it, which is why he was probably mad. Like guys, stuff I say on stage, you know, sexist, miserable. Awful, not necessarily hidden, but let's not make it a thing because out of context, you're going to. So he says the homo F word. And they're like, oh, we should get in trouble for this. And we even said, it's Kid Rock. It's like going to Charlie Sheen's house and being surprised he had sex with Charlie Sheen at the end of the night or he walked away with an STD. Uh, Kid Rock's response through Twitter is if Kid Rock using the word offends you, there's a good chance you are one. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I know he has a lot of love for the gay friends. And I, I will have a talk with him. Have a nice day, Bob Ritchie, 
who is Kid Rock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if that – now, look, I'm not for, like, making people feel bad and all that other stuff. I'll joke and tease. It's always in good fun. Uh, but if we don't have more responses like that to when people say a word that makes other people uncomfortable, <gasps> this this cultural swing of language police is never going away. Am I for him saying it that way? No. But am I for the idea of fighting back in a way that's like, you know what? Quit being a f- about it and shut up. And just, it sticks and stones. Don't like me. Don't buy my stuff. But don't make it so I'm not allowed to do anything ever again. If, yeah. if there's a market for it, if there's a group of people out there that, that you know what? Condemn that. But, but that's on your own. But making this big stink. So I got to hand it to him on that. Just saying, hey. If, if the homo F word offends you, good chance you are one. Vote with your dollar. Exactly. That's exactly what I said to the Cincinnati Reds. You guys are being a bunch of f- It's about me saying, f- man, I don't understand it. <laughs> These people, Brady, I tell you, they got their ants on a log, and they're all angry all day long because they can't get their dicks clean. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Kid Rock comes out, speaks the truth, and the next thing you know, he's a f- to everybody. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. It's four nothing Reds. <laughs> He's going for Hank Aaron's record. <laughs> at his pace, it, it's almost like every time 80. every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. And every time Castellanos goes deep, I say that's the way it works. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the double down. Ooh, I spit all over the place. That's the double down that I think we start kind of needing. Everybody settle the f- down and just be. And yes, you can hate Kid Rock, like Brett said. Vote with your dollar. Should he say it? No. Sometimes should he say it as a joke? Probably not publicly because that's what we're yeah. doing. That's the whole this diversity uh, word police thing. All you're doing is cramming all this bad stuff in a corner and making it worse. And now people are whispering it, and it's back to the olden days where it's like, I just, I'm going to make it so. Now you really feel it, and you're going to start saying it to just groups of people. So then you're going to isolate them. It's the opposite of diversity. You just find echo chambers of people who are comfortable with you talking how you want, and there's ne- they're never going to talk to a person who is gay, black, Chinese, even the other way around, white. It won't do it. The groups will group up. It'll click out, and then everybody will be in their own little camps. And it's the opposite of this diversity nonsense. We need more diversity. We need more diversity. We got diversity because guess what? Some people are assholes, and you're trying to stop jerks, and it's never going to be a thing. They're going to get worse. So Kid Rock, kind of a butthole. We've known it for years. Proved it. And I, for one, I'm kind of like, you know what, Kid Rock? If you want to say the homo F word, you go right ahead. I don't like Kid Rock's music. That's all it comes down to for me. It, uh, my podcast. There's a couple songs I like. I do too, yeah. 15 or 16 years ago, this everyone's an asshole but you theory. And then my podcast, it said, all your heroes are assholes that I never had the time or energy to do. It's so true. You don't want to get to know these celebrities. You, you just don't. And back in the day, you didn't know if the Beatles were homophobic or awful or you didn't know if, you know, all these people that you loved were. And now you know them. You've gotten to know people that are, you know, in the public eye. You don't really know them. And then when they say so, they're going against your perception. They're not going against who they actually are. And then they can't be. It can't be out there. And it's gotten so silly. What's it? That's what did them in, the celebrity status. They couldn't even get along. What do you the mean? The clashing of that. I mean, the Beatles in, internally were like, oh, 
Well, but who knows? Well, who knows? I know. That's I'm the saying. thing. We'd know now because it would yeah. be constant tweets and nonsense. Yeah, on TMZ every five yeah. seconds. We don't know why the Beatles just now they stopped getting along or whatever. We don't know if the Beatles were dickheads to you, like or you, just burnt you, out youth. It doesn't matter about right. it, their breakup. Is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you getting to know celebrities. You have your Instagram page. Yeah. You follow these people. You think you know them. We all think we know them. People do that with us. Yeah. You think you know me. You think because we're talking to you all the time. Yeah. You don't know. And But the one thing you probably do know is that I'm not too worried that John's going to say something that might make me kind of cringe. We're a little more open than the average uh, <laughs> right. person. But yeah, that's but, the point. It's yeah. like you just don't know. Kid Rock is that. You don't know these people. And you've got this false sense of like, oh, everybody's going to go down the toe of the line. And when they step off of it, you're like, oh, that's not the one. You don't know them. You only know what you hear. Yeah, social media is is ruining that because now you can just attack them immediately. And yeah. we've seen a lot of it at shows, like at, at 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 our shows backstage and stuff. It's like, oh, man, what a what dick. a dick! You don't want to you know, know yeah. these people. You just don't want to know them because your perception can never meet them. Athletes and stuff. This is the reason I like the Suns again. I got to know the Phoenix Suns when I did media stuff, not as a person, but I saw them in the in the non. Uh, I guess it was the non protected light where they were talking to each other. They're yeah. chatting with me. And a good majority of them, I'm like, I don't want to, like, that dude is horrible. And it's not racist and it's not bigoted. They're just not, they're just mean. You're like, these guys are dicks. Like, high school dicks. They still had that clickish, weird kind of thing. And you don't want to get to know they're them. They're coddled. You, yeah, they're coddled. They're babies. They don't know how to, be, they don't have any social cues. They don't know how to be uh, people. And you can't really blame them, but they just, they just don't want anything to, they're snobs. You, know, you don't want to get to know these people. You think they're heroes and all that. They're not. All your heroes are assholes. It's a fact. All those people you want to meet on Instagram, all those people you want to meet from movies, they're not cool. What's the first thing people always say when they meet a slip? He was so cool to me. Yeah. He was just the best. He has to be. He has to be. And sometimes they can't win. Right. And yeah, A lot of times. And if he's a dick, you're going to flame him. They don't on say social anything. Media. Yeah, they just jerk. He didn't even talk to me. He just walked right by us. Couldn't get a picture. He does not know you. They don't know you. Yeah, he doesn't want to take pictures all day long. If he did it for you, he's got to do it for a thousand people. Saw Randy Johnson do that thing. If I take one, I got to take a million. I'm not doing it. And people are like, what an asshole! It's like you don't understand his side of it at all. Like he wants to go out and have dinner. Once somebody sees that you're, there's going to be ten more people that come, would you make billions of dollars? Yeah, but that's he did that because of his talent, not so he could be lifeless for the rest of his existence. And that's why they get those giant houses and hole up in them. I would too. But Kid Rock saying the homo F word as his defense to not saying the homo F word anymore and then saying that his alter ego will talk to him, hilarious. Because now he can claim mental illness and the other side will have to support it. It's craziness. And now they want James Corden to apologize tonight for the stupidest thing I've ever seen. James Corden has a, a, a thing on a show called Spill Your Guts where he gets celebrities to answer these really difficult or awkward or just, you know, just uncomfortable questions. And if they don't, they have to eat a, blue- a strange a meal or a food from and it's usually asian food now hey i hate to break it to you asian people there's a reason you got your own market your food's weird chicken feet your food's flat out weird you eat heads of things and that it's just weird the reason like on a lily's oh my god you you walk into that that one that used to be on 44th and van beer in the asian cultural center the smell alone is enough to make you realize you're not in the bashes like you blindfold me and Okay, I'm either at a hatchery or an Asian market. Your food's weird. So James Corden would be like, here's, this is balut. This is a, this is a strange meal from blah, blah. Well, now it's this weird thing where they're like, it's encouraging the hatred of Asians. Every time you do this segment, it makes, uh, it, it, it ramps up Asian hatred because you're making fun of their culture. 
Well, if they don't know that their food's different than the American culture, I mean, I'm sure we have stuff that Asians are looking at going, ugh, what the hell is that? Like, we eat weird, like hot dogs, probably not a oh, big yeah. thing over in Japan. If it is, I'm shocked. But that fish sauce, the the Asian fish sauce, oh, it's a dare. Their food's oh, a yeah. dare. Yeah. And Scottish stuff, haggis and things like that, that's a dare. So they're like, why doesn't he use other cultures' foods for his game? Well, because you win, folks. You got the weirdest food on the planet. Nice work. You guys eat crazy stuff. The reason uh, A Christmas Story was so goddamn funny at the end when they brought that duck out. And, and the uh, he's uh, you see he's looking at me and he's oh, smiling and he's <laughs> smiling at us and he cuts his head right off is because that's what you get. It's crazy. So now James Corden said he's going. He was very sorry. Got to cut that sug- segment. He, he doesn't. Yeah, is he, he does. Yeah. Is he apologizing? He's, well, he's, they're, oh, never, no. they're they're pulling the segment. They're never going to do it again with gotta, that because he didn't want to. We need his music. If, I, if why can't you just? Uh, I mean, you could modify it. No, now it looks like you're dancing. Yeah. How about this? If someone beats up an Asian because of the incredible milk toast James Corden show showing food that's weird, and it, and that person went like, yeah, Asians do so. – that person was going to find a reason to hate Asians no matter what. Asian food being made fun of is not encouraging the hatred of an entire people unless you were already going to do that. We've lost our minds. It's, it's interesting because uh, one guy uh, – what's his – Andrew Zimmern? Who went yeah. around the – and he'd yeah. try all that stuff. And someone would like, sorry, that doesn't sure. – or, or he really likes it. But but he wasn't making fun of like if you I, do this it's a, as the, a punishment. It's yeah. a punishment. And that's basically what they're saying. It's like James Corden was punishing them with Asian food, which was essentially saying ev- evidently you entire continent of Asia. But you know what I say to that? Uh, most of the food of the entire continent of Asia – Yuck to almost all of it because I was raised eating different food. Now they may come over and watch me eat my, the way I like a hamburger. Drink this cup of mayonnaise, and it would be a dare. It, it, ranch dressing, right? Yeah, Guzzling ranch, ranch yeah. dressing. If you saw how I make a, a hamburger, if you saw how I eat a hamburger, there's a good chance that a lot of cultures would be like something's wrong with you. It's missing a raw egg in the it, center it, of it. it. it there's no. Well, I've eaten that. I've beef done that tartar, too. Yeah. It is. It is just ground beef right out of the package. Seasoned lightly, just Not, sear it a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sear it. See, once you get to searing, it's trash. <laughs> it's over. It's I just well want. Done. I just wanted to make smoke a little bit, and, and then it doesn't really brown, and I it, it's raw. So I guarantee you, there's cultures that would think that our American stuff would be a dare. Eat this raw, raw meat, and they're like, that's dangerous. So is eating raw fish. So is eating all that, but they don't even think about it. It's crazy. Plus, there's a lot of Japanese fish swimming around in that nuclear. Fusion blast. Oh, yeah. not, they're, it's crazy that we're taking food and making it. So if you don't like Chinese food, you hate all Chinese people. What is happening? Yeah. Or if you make fun of it, you've encouraged somebody to beat up Asians. And I don't buy into this whole Asian hate crime wave. This seems manufactured. Is the guy then um, that does, you know, that uh, po- it started as a podcast, the Hot Challenge or the Hot Ones? Yeah. Because, you know... Peppers only come from certain right. Is that areas. punishing wherever the peppers are? A lot of them are from the Asian area, and then you got the Mexicans you know, do it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you're making fun of everything. Everything's making fun of something. You can offend something if you're looking for it. You're going to find it. I mean, if I told Brett 
hey, if you don't do this next thing, you got to chug a bottle of ragu. Ooh. That's punishment oh, to him. Man. To all of us, it seems normal. Hate, but, yeah, I don't know who you hate Italians. in that case. No, no, no. You hate, yes. uh, I think it would be hating Jews. I'm pretty sure ragu is probably owned by Jews. <laughs> that would be my guess. Chef Raguso? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Raguso is just a face <laughs> on a company like, all right, pump out more of the juice uh, Italian sauce. <laughs> Raguberg. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think maybe that is like we've been selling it to the idiots for a long time. Uh, they got more of the Italian sauce. Bring it to them. They don't sell it to Italians. They sell it to me. They sell it to Swedes. They sell it to normal people. Do you like whoa, everything? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> See, everything's offensive. Oh God, I got to start the Chicago. Ugh. Asians, you're, I'm going to say it, Brady, while the, while the sensitivity music plays. Asians, your food is up. Crazy stuff. Sometimes it tastes great. But watch a white person eat your food. It looks like we're being tortured. Like the first bite of every Asian meal is like, okay, it's like diving in a cold pool. Sometimes you eat it, and you're like, that's pretty good. Sometimes you eat it, and you start dry heaving and puking. And you know who laughs hardest? Asians. So it's kind of like vanilla white Swedish hate. I got a question for you. Yeah. Can I no longer use the term "not my cup of tea"? Is that? Yeah. Well, you do that. I think. You I mean, like, if I don't saving. like that, you know, it's not, not my cup of tea. Like, if I don't like everything on the menu, now that means the item that you it's don't true. like on the menu at a restaurant, whatever it is. But that can go a couple Chinese different. Chinese restaurant, can, you but hate that could be sure. English too, though. Yeah, because they're big tea English people. I know. Yeah, not my because the tea leaves come from somewhere. I don't know. I think you're. I think that's. If you're again, you got to use it as punishment. You're not my cup of tea is just a really dickheaded, passive aggressive way of saying say, I don't like you. That's not my cup of oolong tea. Then maybe <laughs> right, it's right. I think you should just be more honest with stuff and go. I don't like this. That's easier. I don't like this. Not my cup of tea is a real like. You can eat it. I'm basically saying you Loser. go for it. I'm yeah. glad you enjoy it. Loser. It's not for me. It's passive aggressive way of saying. <laughs> that's not something I would do. That's repulsive. Leave just hand me something I don't even understand. What is this, Brandon? I love how Chicago makes everything just better. You can better. say whatever you want as long as Chicago is your best. We used to do the horrible news over happy music, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a cushion the blow of the misery. This guy says, I'm half Danish and half Thai. How dare you not have more Asian impersonations and jokes? God damn you. <laughs> not allowed. What's this guy matter? Like, says, Bron said something. About, no, about Kid Rock. He said that that's... Oh. If Braun said that, you'd be all over it. This not too funny. He said it like an Asian. If Braun said, no, I would be all for it. If Braun said something like what he said, well, look, what I'm saying is Braun presents himself. The argument you're trying to make is if LeBron said it, Kid Rock, we know, has no apologetic bones in his body about being a redneck. If Braun, who's being sold as a guy who never would do that, and then you see the real one, Saying horrible stuff and things that I mean, Bron called uh, a friend of ours kid. He's like, "Man, don't act like a retard." And then the kid was like floored by it when he met him. He's like, "Whoa!" LeBron says that because he's being sold as a guy who never steps out of line, who never ever misses the point. That's the difference. If you want to go out and pretend that you're something, and then you get caught, you're going to get nailed. You're right. If LeBron said something like that, you'd be like, "Whoa." LeBron is now brand damaged. He's got too much money invested. It's branding. He's branded. He's completely branded as LeBron, being this guy. And Kid Rock is branded, too, as the guy that wouldn't surprise you if he said. So there. And James Corden is branded as a fun guy who goofs around, has some fun, 
and makes fun of you know certain things. And if it's a punishment to eat crazy Asian food and that makes you hate Asians, guess what? You hated Asians before that. Don't you make a mushroom joke right now? <laughs> a mushroom <laughs> joke? Fun guy. Oh, a fun guy. <laughs> uh, you did that. <laughs> I wouldn't even think yeah, Me neither. It's a good point. But yeah, if food makes you hate an entire culture, you didn't like them. You weren't a big fan. You, the tipping point was you were leaning one way. But like you said, can't, isn't it okay to not like something? No, not it's anymore. not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. No, At all? You have if to I told everything you, on the menu. If I told you, eat this balut, and you're like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm like, I know it's disgusting. People actually eat it. Like, oh, my God, there's going to be hate crimes. This is a hate crime. No, it's just not I don't okay want to not like anything. I don't want to eat a half-developed bird in an egg. <laughs> Because that's what balut is. Ooh, really? Used to look, no. up, look up pictures of balut yeah. and tell me that's not a dare. But they love it. B-A-L-U-T. Somewhere over there loves it. Is it the Philippines? Or I don't know which country likes balut. Yeah. I'm... I don't know who it is, but it's gross. And so sometimes food Vietnam. is gross. I don't like onions. Ah, what the hell's wrong with people? Yeah, they eat that. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And so uh, James Corden would say, oh. on a dare, culturally, we don't eat this stuff. Remember when that, uh, that black girl brought in a real southern home, down-home southern right. meal? I don't like half of it. Not because I hate black people. Just not. Yeah, the, greens, I can't. The, it the, wasn't your cup palate. of tea. It was. Uh, no, I, no I, I just didn't like it, Brady. <laughs> a cup of tea is the real pussy way of saying, yuck, your food stinks. Well. Now, I would say that to someone whose feelings are much trying to hurt if they made a dinner at a house and I went over there and I'm like, hmm, very good. You didn't touch your greens. Greens, not my cup of tea, but that's me saying, I think you, I think you cooked socks and it tastes yeah. like sh- – <laughs> but somehow or another not my cup. It's like, you know, big boned or – That's a tough one. Saying the same thing. Someone invited you over for dinner. That's why I don't go like, to that oh, stuff. Yeah. I don't know what they got going on. There's nothing worse than going to somebody's house for dinner. So many restaurants. And I think half the reason the restaurant boom has happened is so people stop cooking for each other. It's just a <laughs> terrible idea. Like Brett's, it's intriguing to think about going to Brett's for dinner because he's sitting in there all day covered in flour. Yeah. Just grinding out noodles. But I'm still not going to I might myself. be there early. Yeah, you'll do it because you'll eat carpet. I <laughs> can't do that. Plus, I would invite you over to my I wouldn't house eat carpet. For, I've for, tried it. I know. I wouldn't invite you over for a cook. Because uh, you're 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 gonna say mm, not big on the sides. You'd start judging. I've heard you do it. <laughs> what do you got for sides? I never do that at the house. No, you do it Afterwards. later. That's why I don't want you at my house for dinner. Because the next day you'd be like, yeah, I had this weird corn thing, and sides were a little lacking. <laughs> Brady comes back like a food critic. I don't need that garbage. That stuff's easy. We'll go to a restaurant. We can bitch about the restaurant. You're paying for that, right? It's nuts. But yeah, if you're eating, if you've got a thing where you're daring people to eat crazy food from all over the world, then damn it all, it has nothing to do with the people. If it's you had a particular thing that, you know, majority of people don't like yeah, and it worked and you're doing this game, yeah. you know, it's like, why wouldn't you keep doing that particular food? We haven't found a person that likes it. It can finish it. Yeah. Right. 
But then there's that one contestant that might love just right. plowing down chicken feet. How about just be, how about just be grateful? We live in a country that food can become a joke that we throw away. How about that? Instead of just finding a bird egg and eating it like some people have to do in Africa, they don't even get to cook it and things like that. It's just whatever is on the like. What, I was told by my friend Janny when they did their walk across the Sudan, uh, a good drink that day was your friend's pee. Oh. And then they started running low on that because all they were doing was drinking their own urine. And eventually your body stops processing it. Then you're sucking out of puddles and you're trying to pick up ants and stuff. Yeah. Culturally, not eating bugs, not eating half-developed birds. And it has nothing to do with any of that stuff. There you go. This is what I'm talking about. Good morning, show. This should be a comma in there. Good morning, show. Or good morning, show. Thank you. Is that Israel? Uh, yeah. yeah. says... As a Mexican, I don't give a sh- you guys talk about us. If it's funny, I'm laughing. Perfect. That's how most people are. That's why Kid Rock's thing is kind of like, really, you're going to try to change Kid Rock now? He's 50-something. The dude who sang Ba with the Ba and had the midget on stage with him for a few years, and that's how he got famous. Got hey, by the way, Kid Rock, one of the very few employers of midgets, made midgets famous. Like the, one of the very few that ever, like Joe C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't have any real skills, but he took him up on stage and gave him a life. He could rap. I suppose, if that's what you were calling that. For a midget, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah, what Brett said. I mean, I can't really quantify that because I've never seen a bunch of them, but there's, there's where everybody hates midgets. I don't see any other rappers having a little person on stage, but Kid Rock was so diverse and uh, giving that he had one on with him, and nobody else has ever given one a chance. How about that? There's plenty of aspiring midget rappers out there. I'm sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) John, James Corden can't do that, but Andrew Zimmern can get an entire show on Nat Geo about how messed up. You need to pay attention to the show some more. That's exactly what he just said. said. Yeah, (laughs) he pops in and reads things that you just said. (laughs) And then you sent a thing last night. What was that about? You sent a story. About that guy in Chandler masturbating. Yeah, they said they found him. They found him that day. I said it in the story. They found we him. Didn't like, say who he was. Though. We didn't say his name. We said where he was though. They was behind that guy in a safe or a subway. Remember, he turned around. He still had the hat. He did like twenty minutes on it. You all right? No, oh, I'm. This here. is aneurysm stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he sent it. The producer of the show says, "Hey, here's a good story." I'm like, didn't I do twenty minutes on this yesterday? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't. You got to work on that set. <laughs> yeah, he's giving me pointers days after. Like, we got that one. Anyway. Did you hear about Kid Rock? Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know what we should do? We should punish Toledo and make him eat a fish head or something. Ooh. Have you ever tried that? No. See, when I was at Nobu and ate that eyeball, it was surprisingly good. No. Oh. The sauce I dipped it in was good. I stood up and ran around like somebody was beating me in the head with something. I don't know. It tasted like a mushroom. But the whole concept of eating an eyeball out of that fish head, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> it sounded yeah. worse than it was. I was keeping eating quiet. a fish head's eyeball is is I don't know it's terrible, but I did it, and it kind of drains in your mouth. And what did I get from you guys? Well, that's just Asian cuisine, you insensitive bastard. No, we were all like, "Oh, I can't believe you did it." Doug Hopkins was losing his yeah. mind. Everybody at the table was like, "Ah, it's it's gross. I can't believe it's happening." We don't eat eyeballs here. When it was open, the, and you mentioned the Chinese Cultural Center, I did. I went to that restaurant one night. Surprising, and um, ordered the prawns, <laughs> and they were. Deep fried, but it was the shell and still everything. On. Yeah, I don't everything. like that. They still got their. I got legs. about halfway through, and I'm just like, just it was the shell. You yeah. know, I couldn't do the head and the eyes and all that. Right, stuff. I don't like that. I like heads chopped off, and maybe that makes us crazy. 
But the uh, tempura, the batter was you, well. You don't have to give a compliment. All right, settle down. <laughs> we know we know you probably enjoyed something. I bet you found your cup of tea. <laughs> I walked into that Asian market. No lie, couldn't be in there. It stunk so bad. I, I couldn't. I couldn't be in it. That's how it is at Lily's down oh, there. Yeah, I had a friend. I was man. But they had a subway right next door. I, I know it was a Quiznos. <laughs> yeah, Quiznos. That's right. I had a friend who was from uh, India, and in, when I lived in San Diego years ago, and I'll never forget it. He, we, we went because he lived like three houses down. We were never allowed in his house, and I didn't know why ever. And so finally, he's like, "You can come with. You can come in." I'm like, "Okay." And we used to play matchbox cars. He had the steepest driveway. So we would race matchbox cars for pinks. So you get your fastest car, you put it at the top of the driveway, and then we'd race them down to the end. And then winner of that race got both cars. So, I mean, it balanced back and forth, but it was a pretty fun game because his driveway was awesome. So we played quite a bit. And he went, and as, right before we went into his house, he stops and he goes, I have to tell you that my house will probably be different than your house. And I'm like, what? And he goes, well, it smells, it smells in my house. I'm like, it does? Yes. You would think that it smells. Okay. Gave me a little warning. Thank Christ he gave me that warning because I'd have just dropped dead and thrown up all over the place. And, and I asked him, I'm like, do we stink? Oh, your house has smelled terrible. Yes, you have a very strange scent of and, – and it's the same thing that Australian guy told me. We smell like oh, way too much soap, perfume, and weird food. And my, really? My, oh, when I was in Australia, I'm like, what do you guys think of Americans? Oh, yeah. Not sure I could tell you. I'm like, why? Well, be honest with you, you all stink. I'm like we do. Yeah, you got you got deodorant that smells like flowers. You got perfume that smells like flowers. You got laundry detergent that smells like flowers. Okay. You got hairspray that smells like flowers. As you come in my cab, it's like somebody just exploded in here, like a French prostitute. I'm like I didn't think of that because I had and at the time, your soap smells different than your armpits. Smells different than your clothes. You got a cologne on top of it. Your shampoo's different than all the rest. You got twenty five smells coming in. I'm like you're right. You guys stink. <laughs> Like, oh, my God, that's what you think of us. You're right, cabbie. <laughs> yeah, you're, and, and that was the worst thing is a cabbie told me I stunk. <laughs> Cultural differences include being freaked out by food and, and different stinks. Probably because of the food we eat. But, yeah, that little Indian kid in San Diego told my house stinks. And the reason he was telling me is because all he did was go into our houses and go, I'm going to throw up. It stinks in here. Like cooking cow again. Ugh. Figures. He didn't want that. I went in their house, and it was like I walked into a bad soup. It was a worse. I can think about it and smell it, like a bad night with Goldschlager. Yeesh. And then my friend from Vietnam, his house smelled like weird bread and soup. It, his house stunk, too. They have different food. I had a Vietnamese roommate, Sat, for a while. Was Did he cook? Sat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it stunk? Yeah, yeah. He had about three different kinds of rice cookers. Oh. Uh, what does that mean? Brothers and sisters? Apparently there's, well, the actual (laughs) machines. Kid Rock. (laughs) Hey, look, if you're offended when I say rice cooker, it's because you probably are one. (laughs) Oh, no. Here we go. What's your alter ego? Hit the song. I'll talk to Mr. Holmberg about that. Signed, Johnny Midland. (laughs) Yeah. Sensitivity training is ridiculous. It's out of control. Nuts, and then you know everybody's like everybody needs a second chance and forgiveness and all. We're not even for that. Doesn't Seems- sensitivity training do the exact opposite? Oh yeah, it did. Well, it drives us all in a little. We talked about that before you came in. <laughs> Where were you? Where did you listen to the Woody yeah. Show or something? <laughs> listen, <to> Brett. <laughs> 
And speaking of forgiveness, Jeffrey Tubin's back on CNN, he which is. is great. You know, I didn't ever realize that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, OJ. Is the uh, uh, hey? Did you like what he did, OJ? Uh, no, I've forgotten that Jeffrey Tubin wrote uh, the the book, uh, the People versus OJ Simpson, that turned into that miniseries that won all those he awards. He he wrote that, and I told so. I was always wondering why. OJ had such a vested interest in Jeffrey Tubin, but I forgot about that. All right. All right. And you like, did you like the show? All right. Oh, Jeffrey Tubin back in October was beaten off on a Zoom TV thing as this chief legal analyst for CNN, and he's tossing off. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? He got caught on a Zoom. So many people did. Uh, but not Dave Ellison style, where he was actually doing it with sexual. He was in a meeting or something. He was like, it was nothing about it was sexual. He just started beating his meat there in the middle of like just regular work day, and uh, they let him go and everything else. And now he's back. He's allowed to come back. And his host is hilarious. Allison asked, got right to it. Yeah. Said, well, do you have to address that first? What he the hell were you thinking? He, he can't come and back. Said, <laughs> deeply moronic. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it was bad behavior. Yeah. Hello, Twitter world. I mean, everybody knows about bad behavior. It's me, OJ. I'll tell you right now, though, I never got caught beating my meat. I mean, I beat two people to death, but I never got caught beating my meat. That's disgusting, Jeffrey, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> so OJ is, uh has got to be just reveling in the fact that, yeah, I can't wait for his Twitter this morning. But is it all right to bring Jeffrey Tubin back? Sure. Can he still be a chief legal analyst? Yes. Are we really mad that he beat off? No. Was it funny that he did it on the Zoom call for CNN? Hilarious. Hilarious. So eight months. Eight months is uh That seems the, about right. Eight months without working. Yeah. And you figure out what you did wrong. Now, in that eight months, that every time he beat off, it was like a smoking gun in his hand? <laughs> ah, this thing's been nothing but trouble. <laughs> no, I bet you beat off like later that weekend. In fact, that's what most guys do when the stress hits us. I bet you Jeffrey Tubin beat off more after he got caught for it than he ever did before. Because I don't know did if you, you beat you, off more when oh, Madden beat you every time. Oh, Madden more? stress! I know you. Anytime I have stress in my life, that's the first thing I think about doing. We all do. You go home and you're like, oh, and you just give yourself a good toss. And next thing you know, you're just enjoying the day again. Seven, eight, nine times a day, you feel pretty good. I just like a hot bath with some Calgon. If I take a hot bath, I'm beating off. <laughs> it's too romantic. I've just I've I've wooed myself. If I have candles at all and warm water, there you go again, yeah. you twink, <laughs> Dua Lipa. All right, yeah. If I got a, if I got Dua Lipa's new love playing in the background, a couple candles and a hot bath, I have romanced myself right into a corner. I'm throwing it. I'm turning off all the electronics that could record me. I'm not stupid. I'm You're not, not tick. TikToking that? <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to stay away from that. I'm not going to do that, but I know we could all do it. We've got to stop being mad about stuff that everybody does. He made a mistake. You can still be a good lawyer and have, you know, it's embarrassing. And the worst thing is, I mean, isn't that enough punishment right there? I mean, if we all walked in on Toledo in the office beaten off, he'd still be the producer. He'd never hear the end of it. And that would be the punishment. It would be hilarious. Please don't do that. No? No. I thought that was an invitation. 
I think the mailman. <laughs> great material. I'm pretty sure my mailman's seen me doing it. Oh, yeah. But that makes him the weirdo because he's peeping Didn't in my house. you say you have to drop off the couch one day because your window's right oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a window right there, and I had thrown uh, – I airdropped uh, Lana Rhodes. She'll get you in trouble. I had Lana Rhodes up on the screen. I'm laying on the couch. I'm like, well, if I'm going to watch it, might as well make some use out of the time. Then the blinds were open. I live in a spot nobody wanders up to the house. And I'm mid-throw in the shadow. <laughs> mailman's got to walk right by this thing and he sees the big tv with the party on it <laughs> and some doughy weird swede laying on a couch <laughs> this bright white light flashing itself i'm like oh, what are you gonna do and that not two days later as embarrassing as that was not two days later i'm like what are the odds i get hit by the mailman again really i'll keep my eyes open throw up kimmy granger she starts to dancing. I get a little tunnel vision. Shadow in the window. God damn it, he got me twice in a week. The one was a female man. She was pregnant, so I'm sure she appreciated me not doing more damage. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. it's a big deal. But you're the weirdo for peeping in my house. That's the difference. If you look in my house and see me masturbating, you're the problem. If I do it in the window, I'm the problem. So it's kind of both of us. Brady did it right there in the middle of his living room. And lady come around the corner and just look at him and go, you kidding me? I made a landing pad. <laughs> What's the problem? What's the deal here? Never even got two more minutes. Oh, I wish. see me hanging brain. <laughs> For the want of one traffic jam that day would have set Ronnie back about two minutes in her life. She'd have wandered right out there in the middle of you just thumping thunder. I can't imagine the faces you make. <laughs> it's just like the shame that you have to feel sometimes. Like sometimes Bunny, what are you doing? Has to pop into your head. Brady, God can see you. <laughs> the you battle? Know, yeah, God, no, God can really watch you. There's never really been a battle. Somehow or another, that's when most uh, religious people believe that God stops looking. That's when they got to thumb up their butt and they're tugging around the living room. <laughs> <laughs> he won't care. I'll apologize later. Meanwhile, the things this guy's seen. He puts on his Oculus. Yeah. Why would Jesus ever want to meet any of uh, uh, the religious people? With the thumbs in their butts and the stuff they're doing in the bathroom and all sorts of terrible things. He sees it all. If you truly believe that, he sees all of it. Good Christ. You think he wants to meet you? Shake your hand? Forget about it. No. I apologize, Lord. Yeah, I saw that. Disgusting. So we all have to calm down about things that bother us because I don't think Jeffrey Tubin beaten off bothers. It was hilarious. That's what we need to focus on. How funny it was. Give him a little elbow and go, dude. Sorry you're going through this, because that's really what people need. I'm sorry you're dealing with this. That's rough. You're getting caught beating off on Zoom and then having to go on CNN and tell us you're sorry for being a normal person who did something really stupid. we got to calm the F down. And then that lady has to grill him or she's bad at her job. Tell me, what were you thinking? I was thinking, this boner needs draining. <laughs> it's the Hugh Grant Jay Leno. I thought to yeah, myself, well, Hugh yeah. Grant, yeah, yeah, but it's. I thought to myself, I can get away with this, and the camera caught it. That's what I was thinking. But he went, oh, "It was just stupid. Yeah. What a terrible, terrible decision I made. I, I can't believe I let the boner do the work." It's like, no, I thought my balls is full, and I got to do some work on that. Some pressure. Didn't think the camera. Was and on. I screwed up. And part of it, part of what he was thinking was kind of exciting. I'll be the first chief legal analyst on CNN to ever do this during a review, and no one will know. They found out. You don't shake his hand. You just give him a pat on the back and go, dude, sorry that you're dealing with this. This is a rough day. 
OJ's on line one, and he would love to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) His whole crew watches that video over and over and over. The foursome? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, his his, his golf foursome. Hey, Twitter World at Golf Guys, have you seen Jeffrey Tubin's video? Let's take a look. (laughs) I told you that's crazy. The guy beats off on the CNN. Anyway, he wrote a book about me, made a movie. Uh, Cuba Gooding won won an award uh, playing me, which I thought was kind of cool for Cuba. And uh, as the joke goes, you know Cuba wouldn't have had that Emmy had I not killed those people, so he kind of owes me. (laughs) That's a fact. If it weren't for those horrific murders, those people wouldn't have gotten those jobs. So in a way, OJ is a hero. You're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> That's exactly right. What's this? Oh, I didn't have to go. How ironic. I did not have to go sensitivity. <laughs> if anybody needed a little sensitivity, it was me. I was rough. OJ's food challenge. <laughs> yeah. I will not eat that. No way. Time to play. Spill the juice. I'll eat an Asian. There's no doubt. I'm not going to eat their food. That is gross. That is disgusting. Spill the juice. If you don't answer questions, OJ makes you do terrible things. <laughs> well, what do you What do you mean, OJ? Don't worry about it. We're, we're not going to do any crimes. Maybe. Yeah, so Jeffrey Tubin, the author of The People vs. OJ. Pretty hilarious. It's we've just lost our minds. Kid Rock says the homo f word. He's branded himself as a guy unafraid to say it. The guy who argued, and there's where we lose it. The dude who's like well, LeBron said it. It's apples and and apple trucks. Mm-hmm. Totally different argument. If LeBron said it, you'd be like, whoa, he's going against brand. He's now a liability to the people that pay him because he has told us that he would never do anything like that. I don't think Kid Rock's ever gone out and said, man, I'm diverse and I don't use poor language and I, and I try not to offend. I don't think he's ever done that. So you're right. Braun would be held to a different standard because he does it to himself. Right. So, John, let's talk about stress. Okay. I think you're leaving something out of your Game 2 story. Oh, are you all right? It is Excuse an aneurysm. Me. You're having an aneurysm. <laughs> so after Hopkins raped you at the H&H Ranch Didn't rape me. and left the room... You had to beat off because you were no, stressed? No, 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 no. It's not. Look, again, what happened to culture that we can't have nuanced conversations? <laughs> wasn't rape. Holmberg stressed out. Look out! Ironically enough, did throw down, but not because of that. That's why the lock door. Trying to get to sleep, I was afraid. And a lot of people yesterday were wondering, you okay. locked the door. How I did thought I locked in? the door. It's a, brand, it's a different, I've never been there before, so I thought ah. I hit the button and I didn't. Clearly I didn't. So yeah, afterwards I did, oh, here's how you lock the door. And then I laid there and shook. <laughs> And I didn't know what to do, so I uh, I made tummy stress relief. I, I made tummy shrimp. <laughs> I made sea monkeys. Can we get you some monogram towels? H and H. I've got monogram towels. J and H. He's not coming in there anymore. No H and H. No, I don't want that. <laughs> it would be shared bathroom. That's weird. He called me yesterday. He's like, I don't know if anybody's ever going to use me for uh, real estate again. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to want to hang out with you now, Doug. You're a blast. But yeah, so I did, in full disclosure, because it was one thirty in the morning. He'd finally gone to bed. I figured out how to lock the door, and I'm like, I'm never going to get some I need to sleep. What's show? What's the fastest way to get to sleep, boys? Gotta Thank you. Uh, Bang one out. It's a good aid every now and then. Yeah, it's a great aid every night if you want it to be. 
If you can't sleep, that knocks you down. And I'm, there I was alone in an apartment I'd never been in before with a crazed uh, drunken group laying on couches out there. I was like at the Manson house. So I did it. It didn't really work. I got sleepy for a little bit. Might have nodded off for a second. Then I went to work. So yes. Yes, yesterday you saw me as an unshowered Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> and I would do it too. <laughs> if I was a chief legal analyst and people wanted to talk about some boring case and it was on Zoom and I was in my own house, I might try to give it a tug while I was doing that. We've all done that too, which would be embarrassing when you've been on the phone. I used to do that to uh, an ex-girlfriend all the time. She had to do phone calls a lot for her work. I mean, there was a lot of times that you were talking to her, and when she wasn't talking, it's because she couldn't. <laughs> we oh. had some, yeah, exactly. And she was at work, technically. You've done it. I've done it. We've all done it. On hold with Domino's. <laughs> Brady's, Brady's, Brady's blown a guy who's been on hold with Domino's. I mean, that's amazing. Still got a pizza, too, because Domino's saying, hello, Domino's. Brady's heart is a rock. <laughs> God, I hope they never do Zoom orders. 30 minutes or less. Thanks for calling, Dom. Whoa, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> I just want to order a pie. Would you put your clothes on, sir? No. We can see you. I know. All right. I FaceTime him. What do you want? Oh, pizza. Big one. Show the kitchen. <laughs> Pan the camera around. Let me see the dough. <laughs> Roll it up. Roll up your dough. We're just, just going to send the noise to your house, sir. Looks like something's rising. <laughs> so, yeah, we've all done it. Big deal. Lighten up, Francis. America needs that. We need that over the Statue of Liberty right now. Instead of giving your poor huddled masses and all. It just says lighten up. Well, we got that 10-footer they just sent us. Yeah, Francis just sent us one, one of their – I got like 300 Statues of Liberties. The more I was reading about – Brady saw that yesterday. So they sent us a – called Little Sister. And I think it's the one that we gave them back. Yeah, evidently they have like Re-gifted. 80 Statues of Liberties in France. They put them all over the place. And so they built us a big one. They got a whole load of them. And so Little Sister comes back and makes the same exact trek that the first one did when they dumped that one off in New York. So they got all these little tiny Statues of Liberty. They sent us a 10-footer yesterday. It's like, here's a Franco-American. And they give us the American. So they're just cleaning house? You would give away well, these we got stupid little, uh, statues. We don't like it. Your head is too pointy. One of them we built a 10 10- footer and we put it over there we built we did we gave we created we gave them we their put exact it over there same because we had a bunch of americans living over there mm-hmm. and oh, they so put, we put it one in over the there so they felt more at home so they give us a 200 foot one and we give them back 10 right. feet yeah <laughs> well theirs is like copper to them we said it was to and then we gave them a 10 foot one yeah i bought you a car you bought me a stomper uh, yeah, Franco-American relationships, great. Here's a 10-foot version of that great big thing that's a symbol of our nation that you guys gave us. <laughs> that, by the way, we left laying in a warehouse for years because we couldn't figure out how to put that Lego system together. She patinaed before we even put her up. She's copper. The reason she's green is because she's copper. Yep. You imagine how she's supposed to look? Kept clean? <laughs> we got some Get of that tarnix on, on her. Get that, <laughs> Get that like the copper penny floor? Back. Oh, forget it. We made her copper again. They tried it in 84, but she's just too far gone. By the time they're done, the top part was already... No, it's done. All he crapped back on. <laughs> yeah. It's pigeon poop. And... But yeah, that's what we do. You give me something, I give you a 10-foot replica of it. You're welcome. Thank you very much. The best thing France has given us in a long time is Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz. And not because I like the Jazz or anything. He's got the two best nicknames I've ever heard in basketball. Last night he blocked a shot. 
He's called the Stifle Tower, which I hadn't heard yet. <laughs> and my, I told my buddy Colin, I'm like, Stifle Tower might be the best French nickname I've ever heard. And he goes, have you heard the other one? I'm like, no. And he goes, the French Rejection. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So there they are up to, uh, it looks like a Suns Jazz collision course, which, by the way, nightmare for uh, ABC ESPN. Because that's very regional basketball. So everybody talking about how basketball's back here. You talk about Phoenix versus Salt Lake City. It's like a soccer match to the rest of the nation. They don't care. That is going to be, and it's fun basketball, but we, we're the only ones that are going to benefit from this. What they'd love is the Clippers to come back and beat. At least you get L.A. market. You still got Brooklyn, which makes them happy because New York's in it. But, man, that Western Conference Finals, which will be a blast no matter who's in it. Not going to be a highly rated event, so it's going to make us all feel like kind of we're on an island. So I would I would venture to guess that that uh, Jazz Clippers series starts becoming more of a referee battle. They let the Clippers have a chance because they don't want LA bounced. You lost the Lakers already. The Clippers are. You don't want the twenty million people sitting down there in Southern California without interest in your NBA because they won't. They're fake fans. They'll come. They won't show up. For on the, the they won't show up for the Suns and Jazz. Los Angeles will be dismissed. The big markets in the West will not care about Suns Jazz. Who is a Jazz fan outside of Utah? Mesa, maybe Mormons. That's it. You don't have a huge fan base to watch. So, but that's tonight. Suns and Nuggets in Denver. And if anything's going to happen tonight uh, with the Nuggets, if they win tonight, they're back in it. If they don't, this thing I doubt goes five. John, do you keep up traditions and go to the apartment tonight and watch the game? No, that's only it's a drunk tank. It's only for us to be irresponsible and have a place to lay down. Well, at least me, while Doug wanders around the house scaring people. That's it. John, I really haven't heard about Megan in a while. Yeah. Heard a lot about you <laughs> and Doug. your apartment with Hopkins. <laughs> hmm, now you're well, officiating a let gay me just wedding. Tell you this. Let Is me... it yours? Well, let me tell you this. Yeah, me and Dua Lipa are going to be there. My hot, my hot chick fetish. Uh, let me tell you this. If she was as interesting as Doug Hopkins was, you'd be hearing more stories. <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated by the things this guy does. <laughs> He's a hustler. He works his ass off. And then he calls me yesterday morning, making deals all day. I'm like, I don't know how you're even moving. It's me neither. He's a hustler. He gets it done. He's got a clone. Uh, he that's kind of maybe what I'm thinking. He's multiplicity because there was a, he woke up at four thirty. You good? I'm like I'm fine. Yeah, I got some work I got to take care of. I'm like you're up. Yeah. <sighs> how? I'm fine. He nodded off for twenty minutes and then came right back to it. Crazy. Okay. So the man can work. The man can work. Stronger than I am. I got through this thing, and then yesterday I was a zombie. I was here till one. I don't know how I was standing up. Uh oh, what's the matter? Uh, apparently, this is uh, the new Utah Jazz super fan, L. Johnson. She's just will, a really hot jazz fan. This will get you. I don't like her. This will get people to watch. We got hot boobs here. Her face isn't that great. Great Kanzo. Oh, yeah, she's got great cans. You can find great cans anywhere. They're all manufactured. <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying you can find a great Jeep Grand Cherokee. They make tons of them. <laughs> Ladies have to start figuring that out because it's gotten affordable. There's so many great cans out there. Cans are dime a dozen. There you go. The only thing it really accentuates, chicks with bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you don't even have, like, really average ones. They're either great or they're like, mm, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> You're going for the Nat Geo look. Good for you. That's her? That's her. I like her with the dark hair. Yep. 
And I like her with her glasses on because it covers up that face of hers. <laughs> Cheering for the Utah Jazz. Who's our hot Phoenix Suns The fan? girl that blew the two Suns that got him into the playoffs? Oh, no, she Remember blew the whole that team. Podcast? That was a different the, girl. She blew team. all the NBA, though. She wasn't a Suns fan. She oh, was, I thought she only no. did the She Suns. did the Suns in the bubble, but... <laughs> I don't think she was our hot fan. No, that's not that. us. We're not letting that whore represent us. <laughs> Some hot Instagram girl. So there's Paige Speranica, Suns fan. She lives here. Uh, maybe. Let me look Let me at her. her. She's a Steelers fan. I know that. We need her to do it. Anyway, back to what Kid Rock said. Brady, if me saying the word offends you, guess what you are? A Kid Rock fan. <laughs> Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brad? Right. Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It's going to be 117 degrees next week, so hit the trails this weekend because it's going to be a hot <laughs> It's your one. last one. Yeah, for a minute. Um, but, hey, you need you need a bike, you need a rental, you need to get your bike serviced, head on over to Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert and Southern and hit them up on Facebook as well as on Instagram at Action Ride Shop. And uh, a few for your wedding Coming up here, um, Sex Pistols. Yeah, we All got right. we got Garbage Queer, um, <laughs> great song. Billy Idol, White Wedding, Corn, the Homo F Word, uh, <laughs> Sex Pistols, Static X, Ghost, Megadeth, Agnostic See, Front. Corn has a Kid song Rock. called the Homo F Word. Yes, and Kid Rock has to apologize for sliding <laughs> yeah. one out on stage. She Kid- has a girlfriend now. <laughs> That's and- hilarious. Uh, and then Kid Rock making an appearance at the bottom. Let's do a little Kid Rock. Right. Not that I support the jackassery, more so just to thumb the, the the you know thumb your what did they say thumb your nose thumb something I don't know what it is just to kind of throw it into the face of the people who are offended by Kid Rock. Knock it off. Pick your nose at it. Yeah, you pick your nose and flick it at the people yeah. who are that way. <laughs> it's Kid Rock for God's sakes. Just shake your head and go. I wasn't buying Kid Rock stuff, and the reason he's playing a place called the Blue Lips Lounge. It's because nobody's buying his stuff anymore. Fish lips. Fish lips. That's it. It's fish lips. Resort and grill. The reason Kid Rock's playing <laughs> Fish Lips Resort and Grill like the honeymoon is because he's actually been too much Kid Rock for years and people tired of it. So he comes back out and knocks out the homo F word. I just liked his apology. That's the term they use at the Fish Lips Resort and Grill. The homo F word? Yeah, if you didn't catch any fish that day. You were a homo F word. Yeah. They call you one? Yeah. If you don't catch fish? Yep. Wow. <laughs> How Hemingway it's a, it's a, it's a lake term. <laughs> it's the old man in the sea. Anyway, it's Kid Rock. <laughs> he calls himself an American badass, which I think is hilarious. And this was back before we knew he said terrible words. Right. right? Oh, yeah. my God. He's a terrible. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fees. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.